Yeah, I mean, we're going to officially start, but like a lot of the shit I use, I put at the beginning or the end of an episode because I like how that shit just be random as fuck. Hey, y'all. It's a podcast called Fresh. It's me. It's me. It's M-A-P. Yo, what up, bitch? your boy, Miles. I'm a dance prower. Back again, my friend, with the world's most offensively black blurred podcast on the map. Well, not really offensively black. That's just how to have it. But the best blurred podcast you ever heard. Podcast called Fresh. And as you always know, by my side, the world's greatest, let me say co-host, podcaster besides myself. My nigga Stein. What up, though? Or as someone called me, or I'm trying to have people call me, Sage Jermaine. You know what? I got, I gotta, I gotta stick with that. You know what? I'm gonna edit that in. My nigga Sage no, you don't Jermaine. Have to edit. It's an alias. Yeah. It's like yours is Maps and uh, a couple other ones. Yeah, I got, a, I got a whole bunch of them. Miles and a bunch of other ones. So it's an alias. Simon Phoenix. Niggas don't get that one. That's a deep one. Simon Phoenix. Yeah. From uh, Demolition Man. You got platinum hair, nigga? Nah, I just liked how that, that a black man <laughs> fucked up the world. That's the type of in overalls. Yeah, that was not that was not the best look, nigga, at all. But any hair contacts? You know what? Quit fucking this up for me, dog. <laughs> As a young dark skinned nigga, I was hype about that shit. Okay, I was like, this nigga's in the future fucking shit up. Anyway, we're gonna uh, start with what um what's about to say? Yeah, this a uh, new star. What was the Star Trek? Hell no, Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah, Sulu. <laughs> it is his show. Yeah, <laughs> rest of guys along for the ride. But uh, I saw. I bet you he gets more consistent work than everybody. I would almost say more than Shatner. My man who plaque hand George Takai. Yeah, I bet you he probably he's not dead, is he? Not yet. Good, good. I don't know. Oh my. Yeah, oh my. Like he, that nigga, like he he probably oh is that he got more voiceover work than anything. That nigga's voice is yeah, very recognizable. He's almost up there with Phil Lamar on the low. But um anyway, he's talking about this uh we're gonna start with Star Wars Visions. It's on the um what is it, Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Disney owns everything. So yeah, it's yeah. on Disney That's Plus. What I, was about. I really was having a harder time thinking about how they wouldn't own Star Wars at this point. But, uh, oh, what if they own Star Trek eventually? If you can get Star Trek versus Star Wars. Nah. CBS will never let go of that. That's the only meal ticket. I, I think at that point we, we would be done with movies. Like, once we see that, like, we're done. It's just Star Wars versus Star Trek. Luke versus Picard. Would that even be a, a, a real battle? Darth <laughs> Vader versus Data? Or Data? <laughs> no, it would be Darth Vader versus the Borg. Worf? Uh, Worf versus uh, Chewbacca. Uh, Han Solo versus uh, my man uh, Picard's number two. Oh, no, no. Who was my black, the black dude? Who was, uh, who was the captain? Oh, man, I should know his name. He was in Deep Space Nine. Damn. Um, I'm not going to Google it. But yeah, he was the man. That nigga punched Q in the face. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah, that nigga didn't have time for his shit. <laughs> he said, bow, you hit me and I'll do it again. Tell me where my crew is. But anyway, we're getting away from this shit. That's how, I'm glad we ain't getting paid. We would be fucking up the money. Talking about Star Wars and immediately going to Star Trek. Not if we were getting paid by the word or the hour. Ooh, I'm gonna say they were paying us to talk about Star Wars, then we went into Star Trek. You know that, that's kind of. But anyway, we ain't got no affiliations. Nah, we out here, we wildin', son. Wildin' out, wild out. TM. <laughs> but had you had heard about this, uh, heard any of this about uh, you know the Visions Project or whatever they had the Star Wars? Heard anything? Yeah, prior to uh, seeing it. Kinda, I saw it on a like a article on the internet. Ah, right, yes. Yeah, it was here. under the Google TM uh, article. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, I didn't hear anything else. I had heard they were going to give it to some, uh, I guess, Japanese um, producers or artists or whatever. And get they spin Japanese, on Korean, and. Oh, I'm other. sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I, what did they, I should have just said Asian. 
I guess that'd have been would have been wrong. I don't I don't know anymore. But well, cause see now if you say Asian, then that will also include uh Indians. Which is so funny that it is how I was telling my wife about that. And she was like, Really? And I'm like, Yeah, I didn't know that. And I heard it was like, Yeah, I was like, dang, yes, they do call us Asian. Hmm. I just told mama the other day not to say Oriental. That joke was so funny. Like, yes, yeah, by the hour, I say, Mama, they don't, they, don't, they don't say Oriental anymore. They don't? What is it? Just to say, like, maybe Asian or whatever you think it is. So don't say Oriental. Island, no. Pacific, uh, whatever they call it. Yeah, I was like, don't don't say Oriental. And, and, and I remember what you said last time. What's that? Don't say midget. That's, that's right, Mama, though. Don't this little people. Okay, all right. But yeah, anyway, I heard a little bit about it, and I was interested in just any time. Like I was telling you before, a lot of things with Japanese or Asian, you know, as far as, you know, um, Korean and all that stuff, their their interpretation and how they do stuff is just really interesting. And that's why a lot of the movies you see or you hear about are just things redone that they've already done. And like, uh, what was that? Snowpiercer. I think that was something. Was that, was that a redo of a Korean movie? I almost want to say it was. Anyway, but yeah, their, their stuff is always more interesting. I think it's because they don't, they just, I don't know. I don't know why, but I think it's like, what you say? That's saying? because they're not looking for the, the, buck. Um, the, yeah, they're not trying to look for the common denominator in order to make more money all the time. They, they use their, their art style and imagination to create art. And I think um, that's what a lot of reasons why we're going through the little, drought of uh original ideas and stuff like that is because we're only looking to make the money <clears throat> and not to have an art to like last and you know inspire others so they you know their type of uh craft is showing that they still have passion with their art they're just not trying to get rich yeah, yeah, and that's that's the stuff that stands the test of time. That's the stuff that wins awards. That's the stuff that you know it, it, it gets people interested and invested. But especially with Star Wars, <clears throat> I think the great one of the greatest things about Star Wars, other than just you know we '80s babies, how it impacted us. But it's just the expanded universe which Disney did away with. Because it's just, it's it's a universe. Literally, it's a universe. And it's just so dope and so many um, things, you know, potential and all that stuff you can do. And I think just how this was dope because you can just drop in somewhere and just have a random story that has next to no connection to anything. And it's just a dope take and a different art styles and stuff. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. So well, they, they, they also uh, used a few kind of cues from the, uh, the movies, the comic books, and the... Um, video games so and then other uh pop culture icons too like the one with the uh t uh obi-wan oh yeah. toby is basically like astro boy or mega, mega man. man yeah oh like man dr I love light and all that so that was dr light and it was just yeah i just like i hate to say it it was cute as hell like oh man look at that that was nice but just the story like i was telling you know sign you know about how just how star wars to me when i was younger was just dope and just it simplified everything and made it dope well it was it was i mean you got to think about it there was nothing like that was truly ever done before and if it was it was like only one one part of the spectrum and not all parts of the spectrum so that's why it kind of blew up our minds adults children even older people because that you know it was like something that's never been done before. So, of course, it, it would have that idea that it promotes the nostalgia feel that you get whenever you hear the word Star Wars. It's like, ooh, Star Wars. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's going to be epic. But yeah. then, you know, as we get older, you know, so too our taste buds change and what we ingest and consume, you know, might not have the same flavor. Like if you had Captain Crunch 20 years ago, it might not taste the same now. Oh, ain't that the truth, man? And I mean, it's nothing to knock Captain Crutch. I'm just saying, like, our taste everything. Changed. Hell, Jiffy peanut butter. I mean, like, you would look as a kid, like, you look at the Big Mac and like, wow, that's huge. I could probably eat that for a week. Yeah, as an adult, you're like, man, this isn't worth what I'm paying for. 
Oh, this is not. I, this I ain't gonna feel me. I put Thousand Island dressing on a burger myself. Yeah, this ain't, this ain't <laughs> nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's the it's the look at the bun. It's three bun. Yeah, dude. That's 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 when you get to the age. Let me show you the hand. Big Mac. We got at home. Mm-hmm. For real, but yeah, yeah. Star Wars is definitely. And um, I'm not about to pull out my soapbox and get on to how. I think. You can get on the soapbox. That's that's what this is. Is a forum. All right, well, fuck it then. I I, I was a it was a refreshing view. Uh, you know, we're gonna get more in depth into it, but of, of Star Wars because I feel like Disney. I'm not gonna say fucked it up. Disney just pretty much did a hack crap ass job. Well, to add to what you're saying, I don't think it was the idea that they fucked up. I think the idea was that they rushed, mm. like they. As soon as they bought it, it's like we had to make a movie. Like they could have waited a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely could. And I think another thing about it was it just, or even a decade, because like they could still sit on the EU's uh, premises and all the video games that they made and stuff like that. They could have sat for a decade. I mean, I know the the principal cast was getting older and stuff like that, but. I'm sure you can recast nowadays. Nobody can live forever. I did a transitional movie. I did a movie that, like you were just saying, it had all the people in it. And it was kind of a, like, uh, it, I would do it as, you know, you want to get them in there because as whack as it is, you've seen Carrie Fisher died. And you want to get them in interactions with them, but then you can set it up for something later on. And it, it could be like on, uh, what was that mug? Um, um, Damn, what was that Rogue? Uh, what was that movie? Uh, not Rogue Squadron. Uh, Rogue um, the one. one. Yeah, yeah, Rogue One. Like Rogue One, dope movie. Do it something like that, and then you could have did that until y'all got y'all shit together. Because of course, I know if it was up to us, nigga, I'd have been like, "This is what we gonna do? Get all the EU shit, and we gonna whittle this shit down. And we gonna figure out what the fuck we gonna keep, and everything else ain't shit." Yeah, because they could have just, like I said, just fed off of the. Uh the uh, EU, you know what I'm saying, in the video games, they had plenty of stuff. They didn't have to rush a movie out. And anything, like I said, us as adults would have to know that they can't have Luke Skywalker doing all the stuff that he used to 30, 40 years ago. So it it would kind of make it to where it would have to be a recasting. Because, like, it goes from Star Wars Return of the Jedi to Force Unleashed. Which is 20 years later. Like, you you had 20 years in between time to tell all the stories. Like, you Damn. didn't even see uh, Luke become a Jedi uh, master. You know nope. what I'm saying? And that's what Mark Hamill was mad about. Like, he was saying, you know, you, you can't. It's so much stuff they just glossed over. And they alluded to the Knights of Ren and all this other stuff. And it was just like, you know, it's a difference between somebody telling you a story. Knights of Ren. And they get killed off screen by their leader. <laughs> no, they got killed uh, when they were. Oh, yeah. Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just they do, you know, it, it showed they didn't really care. And then, of course, you all know if you know, so, uh, you can't say that if anybody spend that much money on a movie, they care. They care about they, the money. Well, I mean, you have people who do care about what they produce. But it's primarily the company that wants the money. Yeah, because the lady who they got over it, I can't remember her name. She Kathleen Kennedy or something like that? Yeah, she sounds like a Dumas. Like, she was just talking about how, like, none of that stuff matters. Blah, 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 blah. And see, their whole thing, the way they look at it, it's just Star Wars. People like Star Wars. Just tell a story. And it's like, nah, because the things that Star Wars and stuff, it's like even with the, you know, the father-son struggle and all these other stuff and it's like he was saying how it blew people's minds because it's like yeah you're trained and you're ready to make the ultimate sacrifice to kill the ultimate evil but what if you find out the ultimate evil is your dad could you slay your father or would you join your father to be these is legit stuff when everybody's like dang dog that's some fucked up stuff i gotta it was heavy especially for the time it was heavy-handed so it was like and, you, huh? and the lie that Obi Wan told. Oh yeah, yeah. Your father was a great Jedi, and he was killed by a, a dark lord. Yeah, 
and which was it he it was really what happened he it was him you know and the symbolism and all that stuff which is dope no obi-wan killed anakin on the law lo- oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah he did that is kind of <laughs> oh man yeah you're right you're right but uh i don't know we, we talk about everything else but um dang, it's like not nah. still star wars we're within the uh the realm the farmland you know what i'm saying yeah. we're within the fence yeah 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 you're right but um yeah it's in back about with disney and stuff and the whole thing and it's like you know of course they played us with the john bodega not his fault but they they poised him like he was gonna be some kind of jedi and all this and he wasn't and they pretty much just you know and it was like people talking about sexism and stuff with rabie i was as a father of four daughters i was happy that they had a female jedi quiet is kept people think i say a lot of sexist shit i love me a good female protagonist when done right don't make it you don't like mary sue's not make it believable like i always prefer to kill bill and shit I could see Uma Thurman killing 80 people, but she got to take some lumps along the way. And it's got to be like, all right, even if you make it so, okay, even with that, I say that because one of my favorite movies, her getting out the coma and all this, if you make it so it's slightly realistic but slightly unrealistic, I can be in that lane. For her to be as dope. You just said realistic. Well, believable, not realistic, believable. Believable? Well, I'm saying this is like, okay, with Kill Bill. No one's. Wait a minute, rewind it. Think about it. You just said realistic. Okay, well, I guess. From a coma. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's How did not, she get in a coma? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not. She got shot in the head. Yeah. I'm saying this. I can, I can deal with the reality that you're setting up if you do it consistently. But with all that stuff, like you were saying before. Y'all not going to, I mean, I'm not going to do a movie about what the hell Luke was doing in between the last one and this one, like you were saying. But people have legitimate questions. Just like, you know, Mark Hamill was mad and was like, dude, this is a complete, I understand Luke can get old and get crotchety, but his personality, who he is as a person is not going to change. That nigga is hopeful. And for something to happen to change him like that, you have to explain it. Yeah, like a son dying, yeah. a wife dying, or, or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so you have to explain that. You can't just say, and yeah, and that's when Superman started shooting people. What happened? He, you know, you got to lose, lose to it. Give me the pieces he, or something. He thought they had kryptonite bullets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it just, you just sacrifice Luke. We, all, we already knew it. Like I said, going in with my kids, I knew that they were trying to get us. And really would get to our kids and make us want to go. I already got that. But my thing was the movie didn't have no soul. But mainly it's because it was put together by like two different people in three different installments. That by the well, second one, huh? Too many uh, cooks ruined the stew, as true. they say. Very true. You know, but this is just coming from two OGs who just love Star Wars. Like for me, nigga, I was my my son, Jabari. Um, I was supposed to, I wanted to name that boy Anakin. Wife was like, no. And I'm like, man, come on, please. And she was like, I'm not, I don't even know how to say that word and repeat it to say it to other people. Well, you should have did the, uh, alternative Luke with two U's. Mm. But I wanted it to be the Anakin, but yeah, but, and that she got Jabari. Remember, you're, you're, uh, his father. So you would be dark Vader. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the name Luke, but yeah, you you yeah, that's a good point. But his yeah, I, I like Jabari though. I got that from uh, Black Panther. No, I'm I'm just saying. No, 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 that's a very good idea. I'm like that. That was dope. Like my daughter Talia, <laughs> you know. Oh, no, I'm not saying what what you named your kids is wrong. I'm just saying oh, no. that you were going to give them a Star Wars name, and Anakin wasn't on the table. All right, hold on, y'all. One second, my wife is texting me. Damn, why did I check that shit in a minute? One second. All right, but, uh, my damn. All right, let me see. Since we're talking about this, uh, go back to this visions. All right, let's see. It's like nine episodes. I might try to see, can I get my homie Doc to do the uh, who's directed by and the name and the short description. But if I don't, I'll just have me talking about it here. Because it's like nine episodes and I know we're going to 
Well, we're not going to go into all nine episodes, but we'll go with the noteworthy what we see. Yeah, the first one, of course, that's the, you know, I think that one was dope. Episode one, The Duel, directed by Takanobu Mizuno, written by Takashi Okazaki, and animated by Kamikaze Doba. Set in the alternate history, 20 years after a war between the feudal Jedi Empire and a renegade Jedi, Jedi sect called the Sith, a lone wanderer known only as the Ronin witnesses a legion of former stormtroopers attempt to besiege a small village. The Ronin fights the leader of the bandits, a self-declared Dark Lord of the Sith, armed with a heavy, heavily modified lightsaber while his droid saves the villagers. The Ronin, a former actual Sith, lures her into a trap and kills her. The Ronin, shown to be collecting red kyber crystals from each Sith he has killed, decides to give the leader's crystal to the villagers, citing that it can ward off evil. Because, of course, the art style, I thought it was very interesting, like it was uh, like scribbled or hand-drawn or whatever the correct term was. And I also think, uh, I want to say Lucy Liu played the villain in the, in the first one. And it was like this Sith chick who had like a, a umbrella with lightsabers on it. And I thought that was pretty cool and stuff. And it, 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 it was in like a feudal Japan. That's another thing that's dope to tell about Star Wars that they, you don't know if it's in the future or if it's in the past. But when they tell you the story, it's long time ago. So it's like it could be the super duper past of us. And we were, we did, because every, as the beauty for Star Wars, we look at everything is damn near beat up. All the electronics and all this shit is beat up. You know what I'm saying? But well, except for the Empire. That was about to say the only people who got new shit is the bad guys. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another thing that's dope as hell about Star Wars. It's like it's like the Wild West in space. The grit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, with the first one, I don't know. Would anything uh stick out with you with that one? Yeah. Uh asterisk. It used the same kind of uh CG modeling that you hate so much. Touche. Yes, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. See, but the thing is, I'm not going to give it a pass, but it kind of got me because the art style kind of distracted me, you know, when I'm like, oh, this looks dope. But yeah, no, you, you, you're very right. It, it was kind of blocky and stuff. Um, and stiff. Yeah. Like it had that, I hate to say it, it has that three-dimensional, uh, I'm not sure if it's mo motion capture, why they're so stiff or just hand animated, but they, you could definitely see it's CG. It's not hand drawn. Yeah. Yeah. That computer stuff, probably sign of the times. It is what it is. Y'all we going to keep it moving. Um, I think, uh, let me see. Which one was this? Oh, one? you forgot your, uh, twin episode. We're not going to go in order folks. Just to let you know, we're not going to order. I'm just going by the ones I remember. Cause not all of them were that memorable. Episode 3, The Twins, directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi, written by Hiromi Wakabayashi, animated by Studio Trigger. In the aftermath of the Empire's defeat, the remnants of the Imperial military began the construction of two conjoined star destroyers that house a large super laser capable of destroying planets. Using Sith alchemy, they are able to create two force-sensitive biological twins named Kare and Am who they then train in the dark side of the force. The twins eventually become the leaders of the Remnant and plan to use their super weapon to destroy the New Republic. However, Kare goes rogue on the day the weapon is supposed to be fired due to him having a vision of the future involving his sister's death. He also steals the large kyber crystal that powers the super weapon. Am confronts Kare outside of the Star Destroyers in outer space and they duel. During the battle, the crystal is split in half and Am uses a piece to power a metal exoskeleton. Using his X-Wing and the power of hyperspace, Kata is able to destroy Am's sliver of the crystal and the super laser. He crash lands on Tatooine and vows to rescue his sister from the dark side. What was your uh, take on it? I wanted to like it. But the fact that they were out in the vacuum of space so long and nobody explained why they didn't die, freeze, or any of that was bugging the fuck out of me. 
but Studio Trigger did it. I, I love Studio Trigger. Their colors and everything, it just pops. I thought it looked great, but I didn't like um, this stupid big power pole lightsaber situation it had going on. But I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting as far as the twins born in the uh, Force were both Sith. I thought that was interesting. Um, I thought it was cool for a short. I, I liked it. But other than the, you know, the fact that it irked me that they were just out in the vacuum of space and how it played out at the end. But I thought it was okay. Well, what did you think, sir? Well, from what I've seen since they had the Star Wars uh, third trilogy come out, it's precedent because Leia did it when the ship exploded. She was in the vacuum of space and didn't die. Because she had to hurry up, though. She hurried up and got no, her ass back. No, not necessarily. I think what happened was she had to get back because she was hurting from the explosion and not being in space. But at least they could have said, like, okay, she, at least it could have been like they were using the force. Like, you knew she was using the force. So I could believe that, oh, she has a force field around her or something like that, which is completely possible. But just for them to be out there that long and nobody to say nothing or bring up, like, a force field or anything, or the sh- good thing the ship makes its own atmosphere, anything. But that's just me being a dick about it, though. I'm yeah, sure, you're being a dick about it. I'm sure most people wouldn't, wouldn't think about that. Like, I'm the nigga in the movie, like, he hasn't reloaded yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, for my uh, take on it is, is that basically this is if Luke and Leia were yeah. evil because somehow he got an X-Wing and how the hell he get an X-Wing if he just turned to the, the good side in that mm. whole situation. And then not only that, he used the hyperdrive from the X-Wing to uh, vivisection the star destroyer and somehow cut her um kyber crystal without precision. killing her precision and that that was like i was like come on son like i can understand him doing that with the x-wing to destroy the star destroyer of course and just blow everything up but yeah that that's the part and i guess that's but the yeah. for him to travel at light speed outside of the ship Fuck it, let's do wouldn't it. Wouldn't make sense. Let's do it. It Fuck wouldn't it. make sense. So, so if he's traveling at the speed of light, he would not be there at the same time when he started. Right, because he'll almost disintegrate. I, I would assume. So he he would have been like in the very far future, best case scenario, distant future. Or if he fell off, he would be like in the distant future. Because you can't go to speed of light that short. We're not. How do you do? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's funny on so many levels. One, nigga, I dropped out. I got a GED. And I know this shit. (laughs) That's not how physics work. That's not how that shit works. That's not how light works. That's not how the lightsaber works. That's not how you can breathe in space without and still talk. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, if they were holding their breath, they could have been talking with their mind. I could have no, believed that. Her lips were moving. No, I said, I said, if they were talking with their mind, that I would have thought, like, okay, maybe something. But it's like, come on, dude, really? But they would have to be uh, the didacts. I don't know who the third one would be, but. No, they don't have to be a three. Because it's dyad. Or dyad, didacts, or whatever. But basically, in the movie canon, it was Palpatine who connected them through the Force. But in the EU, it didn't have to be that way. Mm. It didn't have to be a third person. Oh, okay. But I, I liked it. I thought just the colors and the look of it. It's like oh, the that... animation was was on point. Studio um, trigger. It was colorful. I mean, it, it definitely had the eye candy that you would look for in these episodes. None of these episodes are ugly. I can tell you that much. No. Nah. They definitely put their their ass into putting these uh this episodes out but i mean certain things like i guess because we're old we see things that have been like taken from other mediums and to some point it's supposed to pay homage to a lot of time and we're, we're not we're not oblivious to that in no sense but you know we we giving you the review the way we do it and you know what i'm saying so like you know stein so eloquently said before you take the bitter with the sweet so that's how we saying it. And like I said, it looks good, but like we said before, you know, the trope was kind of done before, but I, we do like how he they flipped 
and made it evil Luke and Leia. And then, of course, Leia was the, uh, yeah, it was dope. I thought it was really interesting. And if they would have did another one, I would have wanted to see it. Another noteworthy one was The Elder, where it had basically Qui-Gon Jinn and Black Obi-Wan Kenobi versus uh, Old Man Maul. Episode 7, The Elder. Directed by Masahiko Otsuka, also written by Masahiko Otsuka. Animated by Studio Trigger. Centuries after the death of Darth Bane and the initial extinction of the Sith, Tajin and his Padawan Dan are sent to explore the Outer Rim when Tajin senses a disturbance of the Force. They land on an isolated planet and arrive at a remote village, where they learn of a mysterious elder man who hiked onto the mountaintop. Dan follows the Elder's trail and meets the man, who reveals himself to be a former Sith who left the Order before it fell apart. The Elder wounds Dan, and Tajin arrives to fight the Elder. Tajin narrowly manages to kill the Elder, who turns into a rocky sediment and destroys his ship before he dies. As they leave the village upon Dan's recovery, Tajin tells Dan that being a Jedi means being kind-hearted so they do not end up like the Elder. With double uh, lightsaber... I mean, double light daggers, which was almost the same situation, but it flipped it. Uh, the guy even sounded like Qui Gon. You talking about is that the, the one with the with the black dude who was the Padawan? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. To be yeah. like Obi Wan. Yeah. Oh, dang, he was because he had the same hairstyle, uh, the same youthful look, and uh, the robes. Oh, side like note, Obi-Wan. I want to say this real quick. I, you know, of course, who else meant to be for me? I thought it was really dope that it was a lot of, uh, of black and brown representation throughout this. And I mean, main characters, good guys, bad guys, unimportant people, people who didn't say had one word in the thing. I, I really appreciate it. And it didn't seem forced. It, it was it was dope. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, you should that, thank Yasuke for that. Cough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yasuke crawled so yeah no. yeah he made it so where anime could start having black people in it not yeah. Afro Samurai yeah Afro Samurai Bleach and everything else was made after Yasuke mm-hmm. and you know we just it's just and I'm, I'm fucking with y'all we fucking with y'all Yasuke we, I, I'm pretty sure you did what you had to do and I'm sure there's a lot of investors and stuff in there but I just, just wait till the sequel come out Yasuke too. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is how I fight my depression. Oh. But yeah, and I bet you money. Watch when it comes out and we're going to review it. I bet you money the manga that's made in Japan will be better than the anime was. I'll bet you money. But anyway. Well, I wouldn't say... Because, see, now they know their mistakes. They can tweak those mistakes. But if they do, you guessed it, we'll be there to talk about it. Oh, you already know it. You already, But that elder one, yeah, I thought that was that was dope. I like how, dang, he was like, why, yeah. Because my man was totally off it. And I like, it was cool. They had a, oh, damn, yeah, yeah, damn. I'm like, I'm seeing the dots connected because I was just watching it for what it was. But now you're saying, I'm like, dang, that nigga was... All right, how they communicated and everything. It was like a, what a Padawan and a Master are supposed to be. And, you know, but it was dope. I liked it. And it was like, you know, as an individual story, he lost his uh his Padawan. But my man gave him that work. I thought I liked that one. Uh, What's another one? Um, I liked, uh, which, what was the name of that one? Let me see. Because it was the one when my man was having the visions. And uh, which one was that one? He was having the visions, and um, he didn't he didn't want to kill her, and he fought. Hold on, which one? Yeah, it was called the uh, Ekakiri or whatever it is, and it was about this dude who had visions of uh, somebody dying in front of him, and he's supposed to have protect his princess or whatever. And long story short, um, he had to end up fighting that Sith. And the Sith was like, join me, blah, 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 blah. And I guess whatever they did, she made my man go crazy. And he was just murking this like wave after wave after wave of bad guys. And then he mistakenly killed the princess. I guess she was trying to escape or something. 
and she was. Oh, he put the mask on. Yeah, they put the mask on her or whatever, and then he killed her. And at the end, you know, the the, the Sith, which I, you know, I love the Sith, was like, "You can join me. I'll show you how you could save her." Yeah, if you join me. Yeah, and he was just like, "All right, damn," because it's like the prophecy was fulfilled. He was doing everything in his power not to kill her, and by doing that, because if it's a prophecy, ain't shit you can do. And he just ended up killing her and he just said, all right, fuck it. And he gave up. And as he, you know, the, the girl came back to life, she was like, why are you leaving? He was like, I got to go. And that's the thing I loved about Star Wars. It's like the dark side is like even with Anakin, the light and the dark. Anybody can be to go to the dark side. Anybody can even. in a, OK, I know it doesn't exist, Disney. Well, not but, anybody. Well, I'm saying if you can be tempted. Even uh, who was that? Uh, Yoda went to, uh, was tempted by the dark side once. Not everybody. Well, uh, potentially. Everybody, you know, it's like Joker. It's if between me and you is one bad day. Uh, not necessarily. I'm not saying me and you exactly, but that was his state, state you know. Yeah, I have to be white first. Yeah. But just basically, he just said, you know, like the movie falling down. It's just one bad With day. Michael Douglas? Yes, I love that movie. Even though I haven't seen it in a long time and I'm scared it doesn't hold up, which I'm sure it doesn't. That movie changed my young life. I was like, dude, he's going on a rampage. Remember after I saw that, my cousin was like, yep, you know your black ass can't do that. Damn, you're right. That only worked because he was white. Yep. And he had plot armor because it was a movie. Yeah, that too. But like I said, I haven't seen that movie in like 20 years. But yeah, I, I, I love that movie. But I thought that but, was, you said what? I was going to say about the episode you were just uh, talking about. I mean, he, like you were saying, he was having visions. I'm not sure if it was visions. I think that was like some sort of uh, trauma he was going through or torture. Because he was physically being uh, immobilized by it. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know from the thing our description I read it said visions. I mean, and from his past, probably he was getting tortured or something. Because remember when they first met, he was all young and clean cut and stuff like that, and then he came back. Mm. And he was all grizzled and like broken. Like yeah, he yeah. was, like you were saying, one day away he was gonna be Sith either either if he cut her down or he didn't cut her down it was going to happen regardless so. right i thought that was a good one uh, of course uh i guess we didn't talk about it. did we talk about the one with toby yeah the mega man and astro boy reference episode six t0b1 directed by abel gangoda written by yuichiro kido animated by science saru shortly after the great jedi purge a droid named t0b1 Toby lives on a deserted planet with his armless creator, Professor Mitaka, and dreams of becoming a Jedi Knight. One day, Mitaka tells him that in order to become a Jedi, he must first find a kyber crystal so he can forge a lightsaber. Toby scours the planet, but finds nothing. He defies Mitaka's orders to never enter his basement, discovers a starship, and accidentally sends a signal that alerts a Sith Inquisitor to their presence. Mitaka reveals himself to be a former Jedi and hides both Toby and his old lightsaber hilt. When Toby leaves his hiding spot, he discovers that the Inquisitor has ransacked Mitaka's lab and killed him. Toby continues his research and successfully terraforms the planet, but is confronted by the Inquisitor. Upon fixing Mitaka's lightsaber, Toby is revealed to be powered by a kyber crystal and designed by Mitaka to be able to wield the force, and igniting the lightsaber. Kills the Inquisitor in a duel. He then departs the planet to explore the galaxy and uphold Mitaka's legacy. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I also like how even they got evil robots. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but uh, they got Sith robots. Yeah, they didn't look like a HK-47 uh, or something like that. Yeah, but I thought, I thought that was cool, how my man didn't have any arms. And uh, yeah, I thought that was a cool one. Any other one, sir? Uh, the... The one I have to say, it did kind of get me because, like, all these have like that childhood innocence. Oh, okay, what I know the magic of yeah of Star Wars was, 
back when we were younger. So all these episodes captured that appeal, mm-hmm. except for the Ronin, the Ronin and the uh, Elder, yeah. and the one you discussed about the guy who killed the princess. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones have that childhood innocence. Like you're looking at that for the first time, and it just fills you with hope. So the musical one. Oh yes, man, yes. Tatooine Rhapsody. Directed by Taku Kimura, written by Yasumi Atarashi, animated by Studio Colorido. In a battle during the Clone Wars, a Jedi Padawan named Jay attempts to escape from the war, only to stumble upon a hut named Gee. Gee offers to take Jay in if he becomes the lead singer of Gee's rock band, Star Waver, and Jay accepts. Years later, during the reign of the Galactic Empire, the members of Star Waver are hunted by the bounty hunter Boba Fett. Fett eventually captures Gi and reveals that Gi's relative, Jabba the Hutt, wishes to execute him due to Gi not wanting to be a part of his family's crime syndicate. Jay inspires the other members of Star Waver to go to Tatooine and attempt to save Gi. They manage to convince Jabba to let him play one more song together before Gi's execution. The song is loved by the execution's audience and Jabba ultimately spares Gi and becomes the band's first sponsor. That one, even though the ending was kind of like... uh it wasn't definitive or it didn't have a finale to it, but it gave them hope or gave, you know, the protagonist hope. And it gave me a little like tickling sensation. Of, yeah. Like, I was like, that shit got made. It got me to feel. I was like, mm. cause the ending, it was like, you know, for me, the older I get, I like, I want a feel good ending, but it has to make sense. And it can't be a feel good ending that I feel that you're setting it up the whole time. Like even with that, you can see my man Jabba the Hutt because I guess the dude, one of the people in the band was wanted by Jabba the Hutt. And he was like, you know, since we're going to die anyway, you know, you're going to die. Let's do a concert. So well, they, we'll die together. Yeah. Yeah. So they did that. And it was like, you know, for the music and stuff and they were kicking ass and the people was loving it. And at the Even end, Jabba was. Yeah. Uh, Jabba. Yeah. He was, he was tapping his tail, you know, and they, like how they ended it. It wasn't definitive. It could go either way, low key. But. You know, he was like, you know, they didn't they didn't say, like, please do this and that. My man was like, Jabba, you want to make this money? And, you know, like, hey, you can manage us, do. You see, we you, you supposed to be executing us, and we got we this whole place rocking. The whole galaxy. Yeah, we got this shit rocking. You want to get, dude, you want some of this money? And that was cool. It wasn't like, you know, Jabba, oh, I like that song. You guys get to go. I Nah, Jabba's too petty for that shit. But that nigga Jabba yeah. won't turn down no water. Working. Yeah, he ain't going to be About to be my new... Uh, Let's see who would be like a one-hit wonder or something like that. Nilly Vanilli. Nah, they they were uh, what they call uh, what's that word when they steal something from somebody else? Plagiarize. Yeah, plagiarize. Um, I guess what little flip. Little flip. He actually. Yeah. 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 But uh, chameleonaire. No, Chameleon, it was dope, bro, man. Yeah, I was taking by a little flip because he got up. Dang, that song Game Over was the shit. Oh, you B.O.B.? Or you can say Truth Hurts. B.O.B.? Dog, damn. Yeah, yeah, B.O.B. Damn, he fucked his career up, son. Well, that's what happens when you become a flat earther. I don't understand that. I'm not even about to get into that because that'll be an extra 40 <laughs> minutes. I got to mix that shit out, nigga, because I know niggas will have valid points. Don't open that can of worms if you nah, don't need to. Nah, not this time. Mm-mm-mm, nope. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think. I did another episode I really liked that uh, kind of slightly is the one uh, the, uh, with the with I guess the dog girl, and she was uh, got adopted by this the samurai. Yeah, the samurai dude and his daughter. And episode eight, Lop and Ocho, directed by Yuki Igarashi. Written by Sayawaka, animated by Gino Studio. During the reign of the Empire, a rabbit-like alien slave named Lop escapes her captors on the planet Tau and is discovered by the planet's clan leader, Yasaburo, and his daughter, Ocho, the latter of whom convinces the Fulborn to adopt her as his daughter. Seven years later, the Empire has occupied their planet and is exploited for its natural resources. Yasaburo wants to drive the Empire off the planet while Ocho wants to cooperate with the Empire. After failing to convince Yasuburo to join her, Ocho enlists in the Imperial Navy despite Lop's protests. 
With Ocho gone, Yasuburo passes down the family treasure, an ancient lightsaber given to their ancestor, and passed down the generations to the Force Sensitive Lock, and departs to confront Ocho. Ocho blinds Yasuburo in a fight, but Lop arrives and injures Ocho, who is forced to flee. Lop then vows to return Ocho home. Yeah, and she was a dog person, so she adopted, adopted her. I was like, you know, you my real daughter and this and that, so. And it came to the point, like, their family was losing standings in the planet where they were at. And the dark suckers, the Empire, somebody was like, nigga, we can work together, blah, 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 blah. The dad knew that it was one of those situations that once we get in good with you, you're going to murk us and take all our shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Or you would have to sacrifice uh, your principles. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, fuck it. We just going to ride this shit out by ourselves until they wipe us out until we ruin ourselves. You know, the father was doing the honorable thing, you know, and the oldest daughter was like, nigga, the empire is take the daughter was not older, was was naive. And she was basically on some, you know, nigga, why ain't you listening? Change with the times. They trying to help us. These niggas is trying to put us on. Why are you not doing it? Because they wanted this family heirloom they had. And he was like, nah, man, I'm straight. We just going to keep doing what I'm doing and we're going to bounce back and blah, 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 blah. So long story short, the oldest daughter's cell sold them out. And the youngest daughter, the cat wolf girl, dog girl, whatever. Adopted daughter. Oh, yeah, it's her adopted daughter. And she was pretty much like, you know, I, I, and they was like, you don't know what you're talking about. She was like, no, I love this planet and I am not from here. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. She was like, nigga, y'all are all I know. I don't want y'all fighting, you know. And basically, you know, the oldest... We're family. We're not supposed to be fighting each other. Yeah, you know, and the oldest daughter was like, basically, fuck y'all. I'm about to join the Empire. Help these niggas Cut her ponytail off. Yeah, yeah. Cut her ponytail off. Uh, I got what she bit her lip or some shit and put the little red stuff on the corner of her eyes and stuff and told her sister to take the ponytail back to dad. So when he saw that, he knew what it was. He went and um, he had like a lightsaber. It was like a family heirloom. And he ended up giving it to the adopted daughter. And he was like, you know, you are my daughter. You know, oh, it just just a lot of, you know, the, the sappy shit. And, you know, blood doesn't make family. Blah, 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 blah. And it was really good. And, you know, basically the two daughters did war and they fought. But it was no really definitive. When I remember the winner. It was just they left it on a cliffhanger. No, nah, it was a definitive winner. Well, she, the sister got away, though. The older sister got away, right? Yeah, but she wasn't trying to kill her. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but yeah, she beat her. But she, you know, she did the dual edge, uh, double bladed uh, Zoro cut on her ass, knocked her off the ledge or whatever, and then she was on the ship. Yeah, and they left that open. I really, I really like that one. I want to say, you know what? I, I, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if Studio Trigger did it because they did a couple of these. Now nah, I gotta look for it. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, nope, it wasn't Studio Trigger. It was Science Saru, I believe. No, that's another one. Hold on, let me see. My bad. No, that was Geno Studio. Yep. That was a good one. Let me see. You said the Elder already. We did Toby. Uh, which one is this one? Oh, the Ninth Jedi. I like that one too. The one um where they all met up to um the Sith Beacon. And all the people, they met up, and I thought that was cool about it, too. That Another thing I like about Star Wars is that the real Sith and all them niggas, they don't act like they bad guys. They don't come out like, blah, I'm a Sith. They're not like that. Well, they, some of them do. Some of them do, but the real OGs, like me and you both could be Sith masters. No one would know until the situation came up. Like, would you kill a child? Depending on the situation. Who was asking? You know... That's the thing about real evil is not it's it's not stark raving mad all the time. Real evil is calm, cool, collected, and calculated. You know what I'm saying? Like on some Hannibal shit. But um anyway, it was a beacon and they were saying it was um for the Jedi to all come together. Was it yeah, it was for the Jedi to all come together. They wanted to restart the Jedi's and blah 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 blah, and they were getting some lightsabers made. And it was kind of cool. I think this is something I wish Disney would have fucking came up with. The lightsabers that turn colors based on your uh, based on your connection to the force. And how much light it projects. Yeah, I thought that was dope as hell. 
Like this one girl, she could use it, but she had no connection to the force or her blade, which is black. Or like real faint. Yeah, real faint. Yeah, that shit was dope as hell, you know. But long story short, it was like a beacon and it's like they had this machine that was there the whole time. Like, oh, okay, you guys are looking for this because they were, I guess in this time there were no lightsabers really. So they were waiting for the lightsabers and this one guy who was like the last blacksmith of lightsabers. Sound like a dope movie. He was uh, forging them and blah, blah. Long story short, it was dope that the Jedi, it was... uh, They were all Sith. Yeah, they were all Sith except one, he was a Jedi. And, um, yeah, and the daughter had to end up, uh, helping fight them and stuff like that. But I thought it was a really good one because, like I said, for the, all the ones who you think this whole time, they're Jedi. And it wasn't until, like, oh, these are the lightsabers, huh? Yeah, we're going to restore the Jedi. Oh, we just came to get all the Jedi, uh, Jedi who came here to kill them. Mm-hmm. We're all Sith. And it was like, oh, shit. And all, all the, the, I know, to jump back, we got ADD over here. Back with the whole Sith thing, back to the first one with the uh, scribble, you know, with the, like the hand-drawn feel to the animation. I thought that was dope that when they were about to fight, both of them niggas had Sith blades. And that's another thing, Sith will kill the fuck out of some Sith quick as hell. Yeah, because it has to be the rule of two. Yep. So it has, that's why if they, if they fight and then it's like, it's hard to kill you, nigga, join me. That's the best you might get, and even then, that's accepting that this person one day will kill me because it always has to be ruled to, which is another thing interesting about the EU that it was a whole thing with like this. It was mad Sith like it was Jedi. And what happened was because they were all so power hungry, they all was just fighting each other. And after a while, like nigga, you're not even fighting the Jedi. So that's when I forgot. What was that? Um, that Plagueis? No, I don't want to act off Plagueis. I forgot. Cause I'm about to get it. It was the guy before Plagueis. Yeah. The dude was, it was the dude with the metal jaw. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't Malik. It was, um, I forgot his name. I almost want to look it up. I think it was Darth Bane. Yes, there you go. I'm going to say it's Bane. Yep, yep, I'm going to agree with you, Darth Bane. He said it's rule of two. It should be one to acquire the power and the one to seek out the power. And then when you, you know, basically when you're at the end of your life and you're, because basically, you know, nigga, you don't deserve to live. You can be caught slipping anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully if you're on top of your shit, that'll be when you old as hell. And yeah, and if it's only two of them, nobody <clears throat> can sense them in the force because it's not as abundant as like a whole nation of Sith. And that yeah, or a planet. That's how um, that's how he got on, and that's how they they got Palpatine in them because the niggas was like, dude, just hide in the force and just have other niggas do your shit. Nobody will ever know. That's the other thing I thought about being. I learned about being a villain, like dude. Side note, going back and watching the uh, the uh, well, episode one, two, and three, and when you get older and you understand politics and shit, it's low-key. I'm not going to say they're great movies, but you appreciate them a lot more when you realize the shit Palpatine was doing. Well, I mean, of course, uh, the uh, prequel trilogy, part three, will always be my favorite, but um, Lucas' uh, idea of the whole Star Wars arc was become full circle um i think the problem is that they they played their trump card with the uh <clears throat> the um star wars trilogy a new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi that basically they played the trump cards there yeah. but then you go back and it's like you know we're supposed to be seeing something better but their prequels and they're doing stuff that wasn't in the original trilogy. But according to our nostalgia, you know, and stuff like that, we can't really see that as that being sweet. Cause like they had pretty much, I mean, other than the politics, they were doing shit that they weren't doing at all in the uh, original trilogy, like force run and yeah. all that stuff like that. So they had more stuff, but we already seen it. So when they brought out the prequels, it's like they got newer shit than the future uh, version movies. You know what I'm like saying? Batman Arkham Origins, this nigga used to possess a glove that could go through uh, electrocute anybody, even if you have armor, but never uses mm-hmm. that shit in the future. Never again. I could use this shit whatever I want in the past. The future? Fuck it. I'll never use this shit again. But nigga, it goes through all armor. Nigga, I'm Batman. 
He put that in his collection next to the penny. Yeah, I, I guess so. But um, let me think. I'm trying to think of the other one on here. Um, I also liked, um, and I, I'll keep it real because you know it's me and you, Stein, and them. It's a couple episodes that, that that got like you know got me genuinely in the feels that had me you know smiling. And another one of them I liked um, was the one with the uh, on the planet. There's with, more. It's just one more with the planet. I forgot they was getting married. And um, the sister wanted to fight the people and the, the, and the, the princess or whatever of the tribe or whatever. She's like, no, me and my man are going to get married. Because they can speak to the planet and shit. We spoke to the planet and I'm just going to give myself up to the empire and then they'll save everybody. And the sister was like, nah, dude, we need to fight these niggas because once they get you, what's to stop them from getting everybody else? And again, I like stuff like this because that's just history in the world. It's always a group that no one ever comes. Yeah, like I said, historically, anyways, they never come out like, yeah, we want to take you over. They come out cool as hell. Like, hey, dude, yo, how about this, dog? Instead of us warring, don't you let us get your princess and one of our dudes marry her. And then we'll be cool. Okay, bet. And after, you know, she goes spend a night with him. Now, bitch, we got your princess. Now what? Like, damn. Hostage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what they do. But they be like, well, we got your nigga. Fuck that nigga. We don't care. We got your princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, and it's just both sides, you know, because there's nothing. Evil being done to, to people suspecting evil is not that bad. Evil being done to somebody who's completely oblivious to it or doesn't see it coming is the worst thing ever. It's like tricking a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get any satisfaction out of it. It's like, it's like, that's wrong. You get no, like, you can get over on me and we both can laugh about it, but it's something horrible to get over on somebody who just doesn't even know. Like, so, so innocent. Yeah. So, like, naive. So, person. when do I get my money, African prince? It's like, oh, damn, you really when think so? I get my blood diamonds? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, that joke was just messed up and how she just thought, like, she was willing to die. Like, all right, me and my man gonna take this L as long as we get married. You know, and then the sister was like, no, nah, man. They was going to try to fight and kill these people to save her sister. And it was just, I thought it was pretty dope how the story, you know, a lot of stuff played out. I think that was cool. And I guess the benefit of it being a lot of one shots, because you really don't have to explain some things beforehand. Like with the samurai, the Ronin in the first one, they didn't tell you what it was at, how he got there, what was going on. It just said enough side note. I thought it was funny. He left them a, a Sith lightsaber a crystal and then told the nigga it wards off evil. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, let me think. What else is that? That that might be all of them worth mentioning. I'm trying to think. Did we miss any other good ones? Uh, like I said, I, the ones I mentioned, the ones I remembered. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, I guess uh, about to get rate it. it. Yeah, I guess I'll rate it. All right. Um, hmm. I would give it on a scale of. Chewbacca uh, roars. I would give it a three out of five. Mm, I think I have a similar rating. Okay, I would give it C three PLs out of five. <laughs> well played. I can't beat that pun. Oh man, that's that's what's up. I guess uh, you still want to knock out this next one? You got to, you got some gas in your tank, sir. Yeah, I had me some of that new uh. Pepsi uh, soda shop. Oh, bet. Cream soda. So I'm good. All right. Well, at this point, y'all, we're going to be real. I'm looking at this thing. I've gone a little bit. Y'all tired of hearing that. Of course, as always, in a podcast called Fresh Fashion, we've gone over what the fuck we expected. We were going to talk about that shit. So, and the battery is low on my recorder. And opposed to potentially losing all this shit again, both, which both me and the Sage, you know, agree on that we're not going to do this shit again, you know, with the same enthusiasm. And it would sound like we did this shit again. That's what next season is for. Of course. So on that note, I want to say, um, you know, feel free to hit us up with an email at a podcast called fresh at gmail.com podcast called fresh. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we got a in YouTube, but we really don't do shit too much on there. And, um, one day, but not today. Yeah, one day, but not today. Uh, I would say hit get hit Stein up on his uh Instagram, but but don't. Um, he 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 needs his private life. You don't need all the fan mail. 
I mean, eventually. Or if you can find them, I'll just say that because it's not hard. <laughs> if, yeah. if you're on the page, it's not hard. So that that's what that is. So of course, you know, of always, thank y'all for listening to us, rocking with us, and also recently we found out our demograph is completely different than what the fuck we were shooting for. We are not complaining about that. We just find it odd that I thought our demo would be like old heads. But from the ads we've been running and stuff, it appears that the 18 to 25 and around there love our shit. So I don't understand it. Thank you. And also our plays have gone up in Russia. Um, Not sure what that's about, but um, that's what's up. Uh, they like us. They really like us. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I just find that really interesting. Like, please, if you listen to this and you out there and somewhere, please hit us up. Let me let us know what you like, what you don't like, because we assume y'all like this. This is why we doing it. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, we want to drop more and do more shit. And you're saying a lot of shit for somebody who's trying to stop the, you know, get off before the battery dies. Good fucking point. So yeah, just hit us up if you can. We appreciate the love and everything. And of course, as always, Miles Amadeus Prower. And that is Pine, and this is Sage Jermaine. Until we meet again. Evita Oh, we got we're gonna come up with something that rhymes with that. Yeah, maps and Sage Jermaine. Something say the gang. I don't know. We'll work on that shit. Work in progress. So we up out of here and, and peace out. Yeah, peace. <laughs> peace out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. Bye.
or cool Vathier. I don't need the drink to be to be me. Oh, I know that. That's just, it's just funny. I only need a drink to be the other me. 